This is the BadgerBlitz.com podcast. I am your host, Benjamin Wargle, the Wisconsin football and men's basketball beat writer for the BadgerBlitz.com of the Rivals Network. Big news today. The Big Ten basketball schedule will be released sometime next week. That's about it in terms of good news when it comes to Wisconsin sports as of late. Wisconsin football has canceled another game this weekend. No game tomorrow against Purdue, 2.30 p.m. at Camp Randall. No one will be there, including the Purdue Boilmakers and the Wisconsin Badgers. The Badgers still dealing with a COVID-19 outbreak that has now canceled back-to-back weeks and has put them in a precarious position as it relates to competing for a Big Ten Conference Championship. We'll get to that here in just a minute. Our guest interview this week is with Loyal Crawford, the Wisconsin 2021 commit and Eau Claire Memorial running back. Chatted with him earlier this week in an interview that I'll bring to you here in just a little bit. But we have to get to the big news of the week, which is Wisconsin football still on the sidelines due to ongoing coronavirus cases within the Badger football program. Wisconsin Athletic Director Barry Alvarez said that he was confident, excuse me, he was hopeful, never confident, that his football program would be able to resume football activities and play tomorrow. But the increasing number of positive covid Test results changed that optimism when he announced on Tuesday that the Badgers will have a second straight no contest in the Big Ten. Speaking to reporters, he said, quote, I felt we were doing the right things. We were getting our players isolated, putting them individually in rooms. We had a good plan and I was hopeful we could corral this and be where we wanted to be. This virus has been fickle. It's been inconsistent and we haven't been able to put our finger on it yet. That kind of goes with the country right now, which is over 100,000 daily coronavirus cases as this virus spikes yet again. You know, Wisconsin hasn't played since opening the season with a 45-7 victory over Illinois on October 23rd, which just seems like eons ago. Uh, Wisconsin remains outside the, quote, red-red category from the Big Ten. That would require an automatic postponement of games and all football-related activities But Alvarez said the Badgers are experiencing new positive tests daily. We have not gotten an update from Wisconsin since Tuesday. We should get one tomorrow. Uh, But on Tuesday, uh, Wisconsin has had 27 active COVID cases within the program. And over a seven-day period from October 27th to November 2nd, student athletes and staff have registered a total of 21 positive tests, 11 from the staff, and 10 student athletes. Uh, There have been five positive PCR tests recorded since Saturday. Uh, That's last Saturday as of Tuesday. Uh, The only player coach confirmed by Wisconsin to have tested positive is head coach Paul Christ, although source reports have said offensive coordinator Joe Rudolph, quarterbacks Graham Mertz and Chase Wolf, and some of the reserve tight ends have come down with the virus. Alvarez said he had no depth concerns currently on the roster and that Wisconsin would have been able to field a team this weekend should they have played and that Wisconsin continues to do PCR and antigen testing to get a thorough scope of the outbreak and to try and contain it and the UW medical staff continues to look try to locate where the virus came from but have yet to figure out the source of this outbreak. Now like I said Wisconsin Athletics plans to provide another update tomorrow but head coach Paul Chris spoke to WIBA in Madison Thursday to give the latest from his home as his isolation ends and he can returns to work. Here is part of that conversation with Paul Christ. Paul is kind enough to join us this morning on 1310 WIBA. Paul, good morning. First of all, how you feeling? Morning, Brian. Uh, feeling well. You know, it's uh, 
you know, I've been fortunate that way and uh, thankful that all the players and, and people have gotten it. Been, uh, you know, no one's really been too bad. So it's, I feel grateful that way. Yeah, you know, uh, we've all suffered in some form or fashion during the pandemic. Individuals, families, adults, kids, um, you know, employees, companies. What's this been like for you as a leader and mentor of young men? Well, it's been uh, it's been interesting. You know, I, I've I've really from the very beginning I've appreciated the way you know our players. You, you just talk to them; they they understand, and, and staff they understand what we're going through, or. Maybe we all don't understand it together, but we know that we're going through something that's pretty unique, and and the best thing we can do is just to try to do our best and and move forward, and, and knowing that you've got to be flexible, and things come up, and and it's how we respond to it, and so you have never felt like they're looking at you, and you have to have all the answers. You just have to give them the information you know and and you listen to what they're going through and and uh i think together you, you try to manage it yeah have you been able to pinpoint the source of the outbreak not yet and yet uh you know there's a professor on campus who we've uh really from the beginning kind of started to try to get a lot of information from and i know he's one of of many looking for it and i think you know what I've been told, and and I don't know Brian if it's true, but you know when it gets this far down the road, and, and there's so many different ways you can pick it up, but I haven't been told exactly uh, if there is you know the source or one or two who's been most contagious. I don't know that for for certain. Yeah, I understand. NFL Vice President and uh, former Badgers All-American Troy Vincent shared some insight and advice with you on how to better handle all this. Can you share some of those discussions with us? Yeah, I mean, he uh, he forwarded to Coach Alvarez, and and uh, you know, I was able to get some of the information, and and uh, a lot of it's when you go back through it, very common sense. You know, just different things they've been able to do, and I've also been fortunate. Another guy that played, I played with Troy and played with uh, Chris Ballard, and he's shared a number of things that that they've done. He's with the Indianapolis Colts. He's their general manager, and and you're just trying to find uh, different ways, maybe that uh, we're all trying to do the same thing, and and so um, you know, what are, are better ways to to maybe do it, and you know, whether it's from traveling and and how many people you get on a bus when you get on a bus how you stagger that and just trying to come up with different ways to to, to mitigate as, as much as you can yeah paul christ is with us here on 1310 wiba paul i know you love your wife but i'm sure you're excited to get out of the house and out of isolation <laughs> and get back to camp randall i am and uh i do love robin and i think you know she's quarantined because i was and uh, and yet that's a small. Uh, you are looking forward to getting back, and, and you know, for us, it's we got to let the, the numbers drive it, right? And we're all hopeful that we can get back sooner than later. And and you know, the key for us is just uh, days with with no numbers or low numbers, and and you know, let the the data drive kind of when we can return. But we're certainly hopeful that we can get back and and get going again.
yeah, team activities are on pause indefinitely. Uh, Paul, have any of your position groups been hit especially hard that would cause concerns for your next scheduled game at Michigan next Saturday night? Not really that way, you know, kind of going through it. And, and certainly, um, you know, there's some positions that maybe don't have a lot of numbers to begin with. And, you know, we've only played one game, so we don't have a lot of the football injuries necessarily to deal with. You know, there was enough different times kind of throughout the year that where uh, different groups kind of got hit with with the COVID. So it's in many ways it's, it's spaced itself out. You know, there's a couple position groups that have, you know, knock on wood, have not been con- contracted the virus. And so I suppose those groups would be uh, the ones that's most susceptible if we're to continue, you know, if we had another outbreak and, and whatnot. But right now, kind of going through and just where we're at roster-wise and in each position, we should be pretty good right now yeah. as long as there's no other names that, that pop up. Kind of. Yeah, I guess, you know, to follow that up, any idea how many of your front-line players or two deep players you may be without next week? You know, there'll be a, there'll be a few and, and do that going into the year. And, and so I think, I think we got, you know, spots where – we feel that uh, certainly guys are ready. You have always, as a coach, you know, we've talked about this, I think, before, Brian, that you know, you, you never want to play someone before they're ready. And and I think that we wouldn't be in a situation that you're, you're playing someone before they're they're ready to go. And and, um, and so I think roster-wise right now, as it's, it's today, we'd, we'd be all right. Yeah, so you feel like you can field a competitive team? You're, you're confident you can play next week? If, if you're allowed if, to, if, yeah. If you're allowed to, Great. absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And it's, um, you know, we've got a. That's the one thing about football. I mean, you do have a, a good sized roster, and and uh, got guys, and you appreciate they, they work, and you know, everyone's been. It's been an unusual season, but guys have been working and and putting themselves in position that, you know, should should we need them to come. And, and play and be ready, I, I believe they will. And that's where, again, I'm grateful for the coaches that we have and, you know, they can get them ready. And, and I also think that it's always been neat to be around this program and, and see how the older kids help the younger kids uh, when someone's kind of getting their first opportunity. Yeah, and finally, Paul, too many people seem too worried about the Big Ten title game and whether your team will play enough games to be eligible. Are you worried about that at all right now? No, I mean I understand, uh, obviously, and and certainly have that as a goal. But really, we just want to have the opportunity to get back, and and to do that, we we had to stop the spread, and that was kind of what's most important. And then it's getting back to where we can be practicing and then playing games, and really of all years, this would be the last one that you'd ever try to spend any time or take any of your energy looking forward, right? You just you should be grateful to get an opportunity to play. And then, you know, I've always believed that. You, then you, you stack it up, and at the end of the year, what did that uh, what did that season, did you earn another right to play a, another game? And, and so to look down the road, it seems a little crazy right now because all that matters is that, one, we stop the spread, and, and so far the – the numbers have been good as we go this week, and and we need to, that to continue. And then you, know, you just want an opportunity to play. And then 
play again. Take it. Uh, I mean, truly, you got to you got to go one day at a time and one week at a time. Now, having a 2020 regular season reduced to only six games, the Badgers will need to play the remaining five games of the regular season in order to qualify for the Big Ten Championship in December. The other option is if the average number of conference games for the other 13 teams falls below six, with the average rounded up or down 2.5, then teams must play no fewer than two conference games below the average. So, for example, if the average of all the other teams conference games are six total conference games. Wisconsin would have to play at least four. Now that appears at this point to be a little bit unlikely because to this point, the only two Big Ten games having been canceled this season have been due to Wisconsin's COVID outbreak. And as Barry Alvarez said, nobody wants to be on the field any more than I do, but I'm not going to lose track of priorities. We don't leave ourselves much wiggle room now with the schedule he's referring to, and we know that. Hopefully we can get this corralled and we can get back on the field and playing. My guess is Wisconsin will play at Michigan on a week from tomorrow. That's going to be a 6.30 uh, kickoff, national television for Wisconsin. The Badgers have uh, a road game at Northwestern and they're home against Minnesota after Thanksgiving. Then they have another home game against Indiana on December 5th and then they close at Iowa on December 12th. And it's going to be a very uh, challenging schedule because you have to go to Michigan, uh, where Wisconsin has struggled, although Michigan did not look that special against Michigan State last weekend. Uh, they're playing Indiana this weekend. Indiana is playing great football right now. Beat Penn State home, won again last weekend. Northwestern has been tough for Wisconsin over the years, uh, playing at Ryan Field. Um, and there will probably be no fans there, but that's kind of you know what Wisconsin's used to when they go down to Ryan Field. Not many fans. Minnesota will be interesting, although Minnesota is 0-2. I mentioned Indiana. Indiana is probably playing some of the best football outside Ohio State in the Big Ten. And then December 12th at Iowa. Who knows what that's going to be like between Wisconsin and Iowa. And I'm just talking about the weather um, in Iowa City. So not an easy cakewalk for Wisconsin, but right now the Badgers just have to get back to playing football. And again, we should know more tomorrow. So be sure to log on to BadgerBlitz.com and on Twitter, the Badger Nation will keep you up to date with the latest going on with the Wisconsin football program. But I can say Alvarez wants to get back on the field. I'm sure he shares that sentiment with all Wisconsin fans who are listening, the staff, and more importantly, us, the reporters. We want to get back to talking about uh, Wisconsin. We want to get back to our jobs. Uh, And so hopefully, knock on wood, we can start seeing Wisconsin football back here sooner rather than later. This week we're brought to you by MyBookie. Whether you're a first-time customer or have been playing with MyBookie for years, there is no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests that they offer every week. Sign up or get reloaded today. Find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you expect to find at your local hotspot. And the best part is, at MyBookie, the doors never close, so you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. Make the right play and sign up today at MyBookie. And when you do, use promo code OVERTIME to get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put in 200 bucks, they'll match you with another $100 in your account. If you were already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It's a winning season at MyBookie. So come and join in all the fun and win some cash while you're at it. You are listening to the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, and we're going to get to our guest interview this week, which is with Loyal Crawford, the 2021 tailback from Eau Claire Memorial and University of Wisconsin commit. Crawford jumped on his offer last summer 
following UW's high school summer camps. It was his only known offer at the time, but he was gaining interest from several Midwest schools, both in the FBS and the FCS level, and eventually he got an offer from Michigan State after Mel Tucker took over. Crawford, high-ceiling prospect, uber-talented, good skill set, very versatile, but he's been bit by the injury bug the last couple of years, just five games each of the last two seasons. Hoping to prove himself in his 2020 senior season, Crawford must now wait until the spring after the WIAA postponed the high school sports fall season. I spoke to Crawford earlier this week. I asked him about that decision to commit to Wisconsin, his health, the opportunity to play running back in the University of Wisconsin, and much, much more. Here is our conversation with Loyal Crawford. For starters, how have you handled this fall? I know it's kind of bizarre not to be on the gridiron every Friday night. Um, what have you been able to kind of do to kind of fill that void that you don't that you have without having uh, having football? Um, well, it's definitely been hard, but I've kind of just developed a system of just trying to train, stay on a consistent uh, schedule of training, and then uh, just been making sure I get my schoolwork in. And, uh, yeah, that's just how I've been handling it. Just been uh, focusing on what I can control, which is my school and my training. So that's really what I've been trying to focus on lately. Is it when the cancellation of your fall season happened, how, how tough was it for you, just considering that your junior year, you, you struggled to stay healthy, and that kind of took away from your overall experience, that you didn't get that opportunity this fall to kind of show people how good you really can be. Um, it's definitely been frustrating just because it seems like I haven't been able to catch a break yet. But, um, yeah, it's definitely frustrating. Um, I, football is, like, basically what I love to do. Like, football is a big part of my life. So uh, getting it taken away from me kind of... Uh, it's just frustrating getting it taken away from me. That's all I can say. I think your future teammates at the University of Wisconsin would agree with you, considering what they've had to go through the last couple of weeks. Have you been able to? Uh, have you been able to put yourself in a good spot for when you do start playing football again? Whether it's going to be um, in the spring for your school or it's going to be um, in camp for the University of Wisconsin. Oh, I feel good. I mean, I've been training, keeping my body in shape. Um, just been focusing on gaining weight, and I feel good uh, going into weather. Yeah, I feel good going into our season this spring. So, yeah. Looking back on everything that you've had to kind of go through with the injuries and certainly the, the quarantine, how appreciative are you that the Badgers offered you early to give you that scholarship and that you were able to commit early to get your place locked in while other kids are kind of going through this unknown of of the recruiting process without being able to see games in person, without being able to take visits. You got all that done before all this hit the fan. Uh, I'm very thankful. I mean, I don't think anybody knew this was going to happen. So I'm just very thankful that everything happened the way it did and the timing that everything happened. I'm just all I can say is that I'm thankful for it because I don't think anyone really knew that uh, all of these events were going to happen. So, you're 
you were one you were one of the earlier commits in this class and since then this staff has put together a pretty robust group of, of guys not just good character guys but really good football players too and you're included in that what has it been like to kind of get to know these athletes from you know like TJ Bowlers from Iowa and Ricardo Hallman from uh, from Florida and, and Mike Jarvis from from Jersey and all all these talented guys are kind of coming together to hopefully elevate Wisconsin to another level next year. What, what What's that group chat been like, kind of getting to know everybody? Oh, yeah, it's been awesome. It's definitely, um, yeah, we have a group chat with each other. We talk to each other almost just about every day. Um, definitely brought us closer together. And, yeah, we, we've uh, I've started to develop some relationships with some of the players and, yeah, it's definitely it's bringing us closer together, and uh, yeah, I guess. Two running backs in this class for Wisconsin. It's kind of uh, unusual. Wisconsin usually just takes one. How's that relationship grown between you and, and Jackson Acker out of, of Verona? How do you two kind of complement each other? How do you two, how do you think you two will fit once you get on campus with each other? I think we'll fit good together. Uh, he's more of a bigger bodied uh, running back. So I think our, and I feel like I have a little bit more speed. So I feel like our, both our size and our his size, and then my speed go well with each other. When you look at the Wisconsin uh, running back tradition, what what stands out to you about what the Badgers have been able to do with their backs over the last handful of years? Um, just the way they've been able to take. Uh, just how just um, how many backs they've produced throughout the years and the history they've made um, and the way that they're, they're able to take uh, just, uh, I guess I would say, just like an average back and make them into just a really uh, all-around running back in uh, the Big Ten, some of the best running backs. Is that what stood out to you when you got that offer and you started looking a little bit closer at them, the tradition, or was there something else that kind of helped put Wisconsin over the edge of some of your other opportunities? Yeah, um, so I guess I've always just been a a Badger fan. Um, My family has. I've I've grown up watching, like, Monte Ball, uh, Melvin Gordon, James White, all of them. And I've always idolized them, always looked up to them, and I guess it's always just been a dream of mine to to get an opportunity to play for Wisconsin. So, yeah. Did you get much of an opportunity to talk to Jonathan Taylor during the recruiting process? And if so, what uh, kind of tips did he give to you? Um. Yeah, I talked to him quite a bit, actually. I went to um, quite a few games. And I guess from what I can remember, what he told me, just stay focused and just um, play play my role on the team and my time will come. Uh, I guess that's one one of the tips that he gave me. I would say that's the biggest tip he gave me. And yeah, he's a really cool guy. What excites you about playing spring football? In Wisconsin, usually that's going to would have been the time that you're preparing to enroll at Wisconsin or finish up your high school work to get the chance to play in the spring. How, is that 
what what has you excited about that opportunity? It's kind of, in a way, my wish came true because I've always kind of wished football was in the spring just because it's warmer and I prefer to play in warmer weather. So, But I'm also excited to get one last opportunity to, to show what I can do because my um, high school career has kind of been uh, held back, I guess I could say, from from a few injuries and stuff. So just the opportunity to be able to to go out with uh, my teammates one last time is is what I'm looking forward to the most. What would make it a successful spring for, for Loyal Crawford? What do you have to do to walk away feeling that I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish? Honestly, just go through a season 100% healthy. I guess that would be my, that's my number one goal for the season. That was Loyal Crawford, and this has been our episode of the BadgerBlitz.com podcast. For all the latest on Wisconsin football, basketball, and recruiting, log on to BadgerBlitz.com. Follow me on Twitter at TheBadgerNation, and of course, follow BadgerBlitz at Badger underscore Blitz. Reminder, tomorrow's Wisconsin COVID numbers will be released. We'll update you with that to hopefully get Wisconsin back on the field playing Michigan in Ann Arbor next weekend. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you next week here on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast.